Thunder rumbled in the distance. Frowning, Sir Tristan Hiergard closed the shutters against the approaching storm. The change in weather was morbidly appropriate, he thought, as if the land itself were mourning its dying king. Let's get a little light in here, gentlemen, he ordered in the voice of one accustomed to being obeyed. Tristan was tall, still muscular and handsome, although his curly blonde hair was now more gray than gold. His tanned face was lined, but he had earned every wrinkle, and now he was adding a few new ones to his brow. Few members of the royalty had the privilege of dying in private. Tristan was merely one of several keeping vigil beside King Kethmar's deathbed. He shared this unhappy honor with four other noblemen and several servants. Tense and relieved to have something, anything to do, the servants hastened to light candles and bring in lamps. The thunder rumbled again, closer now, but Tristan no longer paid it any heed. Another sound had full claim on his attention, the harsh, gurgling rattle in his dying friend's throat. The only thing worse than that awful noise, thought Tristan, would be its sudden silencing. Kethmar lay face up on the canopied bed, oblivious to the presence of his concerned friends. The war with his own body had ravaged him. The bed's silken sheets and gilt-edged wood frame seemed to swallow Kethmar's wasted form, and sharp cheekbones jutted through parchment-pale cheeks. He looked decades older than his fifty-one years, one year younger than Tristan. The royal seal on his garments huddled in the sunken chest of its shriveled owner. Catching a wayward flicker of candlelight, the gem in the seal's center winked with an inappropriate cheerfulness. Watching, Tristan felt suddenly, absurdly offended by that sparkle. Nothing should shine, he thought with a quick burst of impotent anger. In the presence of death, nothing should be bright. Tristan directed his piercing gaze to Torval, the court physician. Where is Othmar? asked Tristan. My lord, his royal highness is exercising his mare, stammered Torval. Tristan frowned, his normally open face going cold and angry as the physician continued. I told him he would be well advised to remain for this meeting, but... Torval's voice died, gutted by embarrassment. His pale blue eyes beseeched Tristan, who cleared his throat. The huddle of waiting men turned toward him. My lords, Tristan began in the sonorous voice that had won a thousand debates. We shall proceed without being graced by the presence of our prince. King Kathmar summoned us here to discuss the future of the royal line. I had hoped that he would be able to convey his wishes to us himself, but... His throat closed unexpectedly, and the four other incipient members of the Council of Regents waited with sympathy while Tristan regained his composure. All five nobles, Tristan, Osric Lars, the mayor of Cantora, Lord Hadwin Hadwinson, the chief advisor, the landed baronets, Lord Adel Cairon, and Lord Bevis of Black Tower Heights, had known the king well enough to call him friend. But among them all, only Tristan had been close enough to call Kethmar brother. His majesty left us a statement, Tristan went on, motioning to the court scribe. Berwin waddled forward, unrolling a scroll as he came. Tristan took it from him. With everyone's permission, I... We are still king, 
came a thin voice that, for an instant, quivered with humor and not weakness. Murmuring in pleased surprise, everyone turned to the pale figure on the bed. Just because you have the tongue of an angel, Triss, doesn't mean you can speak for us. Not yet. Soon enough, we will... A sudden attack of coughing overtook Kefmar, and he convulsed with the effort. Tristan rushed to him, holding his friend as the paroxysms racked the frail frame. Frothy blood flew from the withered lips to spot the white bed linens. The men averted their eyes, embarrassed. Gently, Tristan wiped his liege lord's mouth with his handkerchief. Kethmar nodded his thanks and resumed. You five are to be Prince Othmar's regents until he reaches the age of twenty-five.